0: Can I tell Baker. you one
1: of the most gratifying things? Please, uh, I mean, maybe it's self-indulgent. It's okay. probably self-indulgent. Let's hear it though. But on a regular basis, yeah. my kids say your show is so funny. Oh, that's good. You and Mr. Robbins are so funny. Yeah, right. And I'm on. just like great. I'm making the show for me. Yep. for you and for our kids. Yeah, that's really that's all that's all it takes. At it's this point.
2: fun to hear your kids laugh at a joke you make. It's not so. easy to make your kids laugh. From a from a bit, make your kids laugh with tickling. Up. Uh, make your kids sure. laugh because you're silly. You're being right. silly with them, but to like set up a bit, do it, and then have your kids think Re- that's funny and as and if it were it yeah, as if it yes. were a YouTube video that they found funny. Yes. That's skills. That means more to me than all the cake in Cakeland. Mm. I don't really like cake. So. Oh, Cakeland though. Yeah, Cakeland be a great place to visit. Yeah, it's really soft. You can go, you can run at whatever speed you want because they're like, watch out for the wall. and actually no, go, you're it's okay. okay. It's
1: fine. I'd like to go to Cakeland. Not me. No. No.
2: Take me to Brownie Town. Hmm. Let's start a podcast.
3: <laughs> Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, yo. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when you're chores. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth.
1: It's me,
3: Hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a new year. happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim, the happiest Maconfire on earth.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Bob's and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney Company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about news, news, news. Disney's Investor Day dropped last week, and we're discussing all 10,000 announcements of movies and streaming series for Marvel, Disney, Pixar, and Lucasfilm. Plus, we take a Mando moment, and maybe even, maybe, we fit in a holiday theme game. My name is Scott Storm, and with me is my brother on the mic, the Bob Iger to my Bob Chapek, Aaron. Yeah! A so a so I got Iger? I got you I got Iger. All right, nice. I wanted to give it to you. Yeah, they both showed up at the investor meeting, right? They did. Yeah. They did. They, they were, were both, both there. there. Yeah. Both in their suits, yep. no tie, because that's how you know they're casual.
2: I got a fun little game we're going to play with that later. I can't wait. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Uh, it is. Uh, I don't, can't remember what episode number it is this because is we've been 39. doing this for 39. 39. Yeah, it's right? exciting. Yeah, almost over the hill. It's as our far pre-Christmas episode. Yep. When you are listening to this, it is Christmas week. Oh, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Banff-tears. We're hoping that you're having a great uh, a great holiday week, getting ready for, uh, for mm. lots of fun. Mm.
2: That was Merry Christmas in Bantha.
1: That's what I thought it was. It
2: loosely translates to May the Day Be Filled with... Mary." Mary.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had to look that up yeah, in your translator. How has your week been? Um, you had was... a special week.
2: So many, we, here's what I, do. normally you should space out events in your life, yes. but all the milestones in my life happen in November and December. Right. And, and that's
1: it. And then you have the entire year to wait Then I have. The uh, other, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. And so amidst rain, amidst COVID and holiday planning, it's been busy. It's been busy trying to fit it all in, but I've had some fun. You yeah. had a birthday? I did,
1: yeah. Which I'm very excited about because oh. we share birthdays that are very close in time to one we another. We do, yeah.
2: I turned 40-ish and a half and you turned 40-ish and a half and yep. I, I'm st- I'm still eating candy. I ate a lot of candy on my birthday. It's fantastic. Right on. Did you have a good birthday? It was okay. It good. was pretty good, all things considered. I didn't go to all the moon. All considered. So, so <laughs> there was no Disneyland trip involved. That's true. We have a tradition in our family of uh, eating a cupcake on the golden spike below the castle. Uh, oh. And uh, that's one for thing we do. For each birthday
1: or just your birthday? For,
2: for whoever gets the birthday trip to Disneyland that yeah.
1: year. Which do, you do you do that? Do you do like an annual? Does somebody get a birthday Usually. Trip? At
2: least one, uh, no more than dream. two. But yeah, we, we do that every year. And so whosever birthday it is, we mm-hmm. usually go to... Uh, Uh, The hungry bear, not the hungry bear, the poo, the poo themed. Bakery. After you get off of, what's
1: that called? What is that?
2: Pooh's Corner? It's called. Is Pooh's it called Corner. Pooh's Corner? It is today. That does
1: not seem like the right name. It is called Pooh Corner. It
2: is called Pooh Corner, and get a little cupcake or something from there. Take it to that spike. uh The spike rumored to be in the dead center of Disneyland, and I, oh right, I believe yes. the farthest from the dead center you could actually get. Yeah, interesting to determine spike, what the dead center of Disneyland
1: actually is right now it with is galaxies. Not that spike, a, not that spike. I no. believe that spike is just a. It was a survey marker. That's oh, okay. what it was. I believe it was a survey marker okay. for when Disneyland was being built.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. We do a little birthday song there usually. Not this awesome. year. This year we didn't do any of that.
1: You didn't break into Disneyland to do it?
2: Nope. Thought about That's it, bad. decided not to. That's Had bad. a lot of candy instead. That's good.
1: Yeah. All Can- things
2: considered. Candy is great, Yep. Yeah.
1: What you were really excited about was the uh, Disney Investors Conference.
2: Yeah, I mean, I really was. I think both of us were yeah. excited about it. And I think my excitement uh, uh, sort of was couched in this Apple experience. Like, I felt it was going to be like an Apple, like WWDC Worldwide Developers Conference. Oh, my gosh. Or when Steve yes. Jobs used to come up there where yep. I was like, for because for the Apple stuff, I used to make a day of that. Like, I knew when it started. I got all cozy. Yep. and I, I was ready to watch uh, the Apple here. product same announcement. Here. And I was really... I know for some reason I was feeling this was going to be the same thing.
1: Well, I can't wait to talk with you yeah. about your reaction to that because Yay. I have a feeling that we have similar reactions to it. Interesting. And we're going to go through all the news uh, that that came out of that. But but before that, yeah, I think before. we should talk Let's about talk. Uh, about Christmas week. Okay. Yeah, we we're going to have Snowman come back come back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he,
2: I miss Snowman. I know. He's such a jolly fellow. It just makes you feel good about yourself because you can tell he doesn't feel great about himself. Like he's just getting through each day. He's getting through every day. It's, it's 2020.
1: Every... Listen, yeah, what's he gonna 20, do? It's hard for it's hard for Snowman. He's like, when
2: I wear a mask, Scott, my mouth melts. It's counterproductive. <laughs> the prop. <laughs> Bring him back. Everybody loves you Snowman. You did it.
1: You did you did the joke. I can't <laughs> oh, improve on that joke anymore. Bummer. You did the joke. But uh
2: Hey, Aaron. Hey, snowman. Oh, it's good to see you. I'm ya. so glad you're back. I missed you. It's been like a week. It's been a whole week. I oh. give you. A hug, you all right though? You alright? But out my there? twig arms won't fit around your body. <laughs> see that? One of them's a little bit broken, Dude, Do you feel that or do you not feel things? It doesn't feel great, I'll <laughs> tell you that much. But Christmas time is a wonderful I time. Like your little stick arms, they make me feel creepy when you hug me. That's not on you though. That's on the that's on the sticks. That's not on you. You're great. There's
1: only so much I can do. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it looks funny when i dance. It sure does. Because, again, I pivot back and forth and I wave my stick off. You look
2: like a beach ball at a hillbilly party, but
1: that's okay. Oh, all right.
2: All right. I guess, oh, look at the time. I got to be home before curfew. As you know, the virus
1: won't come out after 10
2: o'clock. Hey, Snowman, you uh, you sleep outside? I mean, I do sleep
1: outside. But, That's good. But a nice family, I one time got me a refrigerator to sleep in. Oh, that is so, so sweet. I, so I, t- I go take a break. Uh, in your bottom sometime.
2: part slept in the fridge, and your top part slept in the freezer. Or how'd you how'd you break that out? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we got what you were saying, Snowman. All right, get out. We'll see you later. I'm
1: I'm, I'm leaving again. All right, bye bye. See- uh, Merry Christmas again.
2: Yeah, I got a question for Snowman next time he comes on. I can't,
1: I can't wait. All right. Hey, uh, what what else do we need to, uh, what other housekeeping do we need to do before we get into our man new moment and then news, news, news? Just, I don't know, if you're
2: thinking about what to get bobsleds and banthas, the the, the two down-on-their-luck guys that just love talking about Disneyland and can't go to the park. I like a five-star review. That always would always make me feel so warm review. inside. It would be great to get five stars for Christmas. Uh, yeah, and that, that's, that's five stars for Christmas. I
1: have a note that says "Mouseka teenager." What does that mean?
2: Kennedy wanted asked if she could do a segment on on some of the episodes. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun to do like a little five minute segment with her called "Mouseka teenager," where I ask her one Disney question related to something we've talked about on the edse, on, on the episode and get a teenager's perspective like on that. Like a post
1: mortem. Uh, yeah, "Mouseka teenager" sounds like a great idea. Well, oh you'll I love hear that. it.
2: You'll hear it coming up. I can't wait. Yay!
1: Hey, I got an idea. Keep going. Yeah. Normally, we do the news. Yeah, and then we do the Mando moment.
2: I know. This week. Mando moment first. There you go. Because the news is going to be seven hours long. You're going to love every (laughs) second of it. It's
1: going to be great. All right. But let's get through Mando moment first. Show me the way. This is the way. To the Mando moment. This way. This way. Come this way. way.
3: This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.
2: And moment. Here we are. The final. It was the season finale. Yes, it's, it's
1: the no, no. It's the penultimate season finale. What's it's the, the difference? preseason finale? So there's one more after the Bill Burr episode. Yes, that's okay. correct. So this was chapter 15, also known as I'm sorry, the, the train believer. episode.
2: Oh, the believer. Yeah, the
1: believer. I'm
2: sorry. I meant the break room episode.
1: Yes, this is the break room episode. Okay, great. Yes, uh, and I'm. It sounds like you're not a fan so far. You're not a fan of it. Yeah. Uh, this starred primarily Bill Burr. Hmm. Uh, I I texted you. Yes. After I got done watching this episode on Friday night, I texted you, and it was one word, and it just said "mando" exclamation point exclamation point. That's I true. That's what you. it said. And you texted me back, "Bill Burr." Bill Burr. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really curious to know what you think about this episode, and I'm a little hesitant to ask you because I feel like you're going to tell me all the reasons why you didn't like it.
2: Yeah, I, I did of the run that we were on there of the the pacing and being able to forgive the dialogue because the plot uh, was being progressed nicely and it made sense. I feel like we fell off the fell off the wagon on this episode. On this episode so? for me, I don't know. I I didn't. Uh, I don't know the episode when they got on the train. Uh, the transport vehicle, the transport the, vehicle the, the, the that the transport vehicle whatever it's called where yeah. they were sitting uh, in the you know driving it to wherever they were going yep. uh, I just had some issues with with that it just seemed like it took a long time and it seems... you didn't
1: like that dialogue because I, I thought I have a like, note about that. that you would like that dialogue to be totally honest that's cool
2: I, I have a note here for myself that says uh, that Bill Burr was looking at a script and it's like I don't know, man. It says, "Look, the script calls for serious dialogue. We're supposed to have serious dialogue here." And Mando was like, well, "What should we talk about?" And he's like, "I don't know. It just says I have to tell you something serious." So I'm like, "You," and he's like, "You're not like me." And he's like, oh, "This feels good. Let's go with this bit." I just didn't that that bit felt very forced
1: about the you're like me, you know, you're not like me. Yeah, but did you like the whole existential thing about like, hey, listen, you're on Mandalore, you believe Mandalore. You're on Alderaan, you believe you believe on Alderaan. Neither of them are here anymore. Yeah, because like, I like. Yeah, I okay. I, li- I liked the whole like hey listen I'm just in it for myself yeah like I- I'm not I don't have an allegiance to anything except for myself because that's the way I survive yeah and that seems very consistent with his character yeah
2: classic Mandalorian to uh, tell not show and so that's probably what I was reacting You're to
1: waiting, so I don't know and then once they got to the break
2: they got to that room they got to that break room scene it, it was, was like, so it, tense it was for a little while yeah where they're trying to use that little machine in
1: the back of the room and then the conversation afterwards. Like when they're sitting there and Bill Burr is talking about the battle, I give it. And I'm I like, give it where to is you. this thing going? What is he doing? He's completely blowing. Yeah. their entire plan.
2: Yeah, I'll give it to you. When Mando's hitting, it's it's decent. This episode you just have to take. It didn't hit for me. Watching the thing getting on the train, talking to the Got train, getting to the break room. What about the and,
1: battle on top of the the transport when Mando he doesn't the very have his beginning. best car armor and he's just getting hand. He's just getting it handed to him over yeah. and over again. He's got to fight off all those pirates and the pirates keep coming. Yeah. And That's true. That there's was there's like so much great action. There's so much great choreography in that. Yeah.
2: Yep. It just didn't do it for me. I gave this episode a C minus. A C plus. I understand. I'll you say don't have to understand. You just have I don't to accept understand. it. You just your have to accept it. Your grading system
1: makes no sense to me. It makes perfect sense. The logic sense. behind your rationale makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. I just didn't love this episode. I'll tell you I, one thing I didn't love. Okay. The brand new paint job on Boba Fett's armor. Yeah. Brand, brand new, just fresh out of the box Boba Fett. Yeah. That didn't make sense to me. I didn't like that. I didn't. I am not crazy about the removing the helmet thing. I'm not crazy about the whole, that like, I can't remove thing, my yeah. helmet, I can't remove my helmet, and then I remove my helmet. However, I do think that they set up earlier in the season when we're, he meets yeah. those other Mandalorians where it's like, listen, why don't you take off your helmet if you need to? So yeah. I do, you were talking about that you don't like, char- that you don't you don't see enough character arc in man in Mandalorian. Oh, I wish you would
2: just leave that helmet off, yeah.
1: And I think we're seeing some character development in that. Like, he's these things that he's been holding onto... He's beginning to let go. Of- this this is the thing that I really love. Okay, okay. This is so, the thing that drove it home for me. This episode, and maybe I'm a little slow on the uptake, and I'll 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 grant you, I'm okay. a little slow up in the uptake. This episode, for me, it changed the relationship between Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, or Mando and Grogu, mm-hmm. uh, from him being a protector and having to get someone, you know, being a bodyguard or a courier and having to protect this guy because he's got to get him back with his kind yeah. to him being paternal, him being yeah. like a father figure, and like he will do whatever it takes to protect this kid. And that includes letting go of some of the things that have defined him as a person because you surrender a lot when you become a dad. Yeah. You make sacrifices, and you compromise things that maybe you never thought you would compromise because you're doing it for a greater purpose in protecting your child. And he did that. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, When did he do that? When he took off his helmet and he exposed like that whole, I I mean, I... when he took off his helmet to, fair enough. No, to fair do a facial scan so he could find out the coordinates of where.
2: That, fair enough. I think you take a thousand people that watch The Mandalorian and tell them that that was the thematic heartbeat of that particular episode. None of them get it. I think you start from the beginning and you say, this is what we want to do with this episode. We want to portray The Mandalorian, this dad part, this sacrifice, this willingness, and you go, that is an amazing episode. Do you think him just getting on a train and then talking about some stuff, getting off and going into break room is the best way to do that? Probably not. Let's let's retool it. That's just my th- those are just my opinions. I think what you said was wonderful. I don't think that episode did that lifting in the best way to do that. That is a great story arc for him. That is a great story. It's really a great. That's story. why I
1: enjoyed the episodes as much as I yeah, did. Yeah,
2: good. And I did like. I I don't like that he seems to take his helmet off at predetermined. Like uh, they, they almost seem beady in a way. Like they're part of beats. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. Okay. I Like I don't like the fact that it was. We took his helmet off at the end of the last episode of the first season, and now he takes it off this season one time. I don't like that either. Maybe it changes. I don't know. Maybe it's. I've got an idea for season thing.
2: three. I'm gonna throw it out there. You tell me what you think wait. about it. I'm it's only with regards to the helmet. And I'm gonna call it. It's called Opposite
1: Day. And he's just always he can't has his put, his put helmet the helmet on. on. He, can't yeah. put it on. he puts it on he's once.
2: Uh, at, you know, the episode before the finale. Yeah, he puts it on once because I think he. This dude's a pretty good actor, and I think he kind of rocks with the helmet off. Like it's fun to hear him talk, to see what his face looks like, to see the sweat in his hair. That mustache. And, and <laughs> He's got it's a good great stash. man. He's
1: got a great stash.
2: You know what's not great? Staring at, at Beskar for the entire episode.
1: All right, that's man. A moment. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are yodeling in all the announcements that happened last week at the Disney Investors Day conference presentation. Stream. Yeah, stream. Yep.
2: stream. Yep. yep. The investor stream. That's what we're going to do. Coming up next. Here it comes.
1: It's time for news. Oh.
3: Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.
2: Let's talk about the Disney Investor Day. What is the official title of this thing?
1: I think it's the Disney Investor Day. No, let me see. Hold on. I'm glad you asked that. It's Disney Investor Day 2020. Okay.
2: It's only three hours, but it does feel like a day.
1: Oh, boy, does it feel like a day. Yeah. Uh, you go to the website uh, on, on the thewaltdisneycompany.com, and it yeah. says, The Walt Disney Company webcasts its Investor's Day 2020 on December 10th. Yeah. The event focused on the company's direct-to-consumer streaming services. If you were on the inside, you'd call that. D to C. Oh, D to C. That's what. The, that's what the corporate. I did uh, that 5K once. Not bad. You did the 5K, D, the D to C 5K. Yeah, I did the direct to con streaming, uh, direct to consumer streaming 5K. Yeah, I
2: dressed up as a coaxial cable. Everybody thought it was
1: great. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it's where you just sit and watch TV for ten hours. <laughs> that too. Uh, this is this is a this is a big day. We're gonna make a lot of fun of it on the onset. Yeah, but this is a big day. Last Thursday, day. Investors Day focused on streaming primarily. There was no theme park talk. Yep, that it was all just content based. Yeah,
2: I think that uh, we see a lot of companies doing these now. Uh, Apple just did yep. one month, month and a half ago, and yep. in theirs, I don't think it was the whole conference, the whole thing, but. A large part of it was a, what looked like a one-shot camera move that went in and out of, of rooms on the new Cupertino campus, yep, okay. I and mean, it was a technical and media presentation feat. Whether you liked it or not, yeah. it was literally like a drone that turned into a camera that then went below floors, and so every speaker was presented in their own environment, and it was almost done as a one-shot, like they never cut. This and, was not This was not that. This was not that at all, which is what I'm saying. It was, it was neat to experience Disney like, hey, this is what they think a Zoom call should look like like and uh when the first guy lowell singer came out uh the background that they used and it felt like a a, like a heaven's gate cult recruitment
1: (laughs) video at the beginning it It was a little like we all know someday you're gonna die and when you do i i get it i get the tone we love disney we love we love disney and i get the tone of the investors day is not like we are not the intended demographic there right yeah the intended the, or the intended audience the intended audience are people with enormous amounts of money right. that are going to be making huge swings in sure. the market and deciding whether or not they're going to pull their money from Disney or whether or not they're going to invest their money in Disney and totally. as a result the information that's given is very factual it's it very is it's, it very is factual. not emotional in any yeah. way
2: i would only point out that disney is an entertainment company so, so that's just my little side
1: thing what does disney lose in being enthusiastic about the things that they are announcing. Cause this is like, it's so boring and corporate. Yeah. They're announcing amazing things. They yeah. are now they're making announcements for film and television that are mind blowing yeah. to someone who loves pop culture the way that you and I love pop culture. Yeah. And yet they are delivering it in like such a sterile and unexcited way which makes me think are the top corporate executives at disney all this disinterested about the amazing things that the people under them are creating
2: right and they created some confusion in that they did mix in uh produced behind the scenes pieces on some of the stuff so it wasn't like it was just straight factual when they showed stuff and they didn't have trailers for it they shot like a sort of a documentary like like, this is what we're thinking so they did both and it, it was a little bit confusing uh pretty early on uh Bob Chapek, who is the face now of Disney, he is he's the CEO. He is. He is our Eisner, our Iger.
1: No, he is not.
2: Uh, and then he came out. He's
1: not. He. he no, I would say he's probably not even a Ron Miller.
2: Yeah. So I wanted to. I wanted to get your take on that real quick because I. I like the guy and the job that he has to do is 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 hard. Yeah. And uh,
1: inherited the company at a very. Awkward time. Terrible time to inherit, Terrible timing.
2: Uh, inherit the company uh, and have to be the face of that. He comes off a little bit, uh, and I don't mean this in a negative way. He comes off a little bit like a like on a sitcom or like a drama, the guy that comes over to your house and is like, he just recently got divorced and he like, he's a
1: little rough around the edges. Like, yeah? can you okay. ask him to leave?
2: Yeah. And they're like, no, he's not. And then you love him at the end of the episode.
1: Oh, that's a, that's one way of, of putting it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't have a different way, you let me know if you don't have a different way because then we're going to play three ways three ways to put the magic back in Bob Oh uh,
1: Well, I was going to say this. Uh, when I saw Bob Chapek present, I was like, man, Bob Chapek is no Bob Iger. Yeah. And then- you know, I looked through some past by Bob Iger presentations. If Bob Iger is, okay, we'll take it in levels of warmth. Yeah. All right? Walt Disney, clearly the yeah. most warm Unc, CEO. Uncle Walt. Uncle Walt, yeah. right? And then probably the next person in terms of warmth is Michael Eisner. Yeah. Who was like the creative visionary who wanted to seem warm, probably took a lot of classes on how to seem warm. Yeah. Uh, probably read a lot of books study a lot of flow charts on how to appear more his uh, warmth
2: came off more like I want I want what he's selling and so I feel endeared to him yes like that kind of weird warmth
1: but yeah weird warmth yeah Bob Iger not warm but
2: uh okay getting the job done a good, that's a good-looking, smart guy that talks really well. That guy
1: looks real fit. Yeah, he does. That guy does a lot of CrossFit, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Okay? He's definitely got a nutritionist. There's no doubt about that. He's got, the, no yeah, he's got those mind.
2: ropes, and he like he just- he's, he's
1: doing the rope thing all the time. Yeah. Yeah, he's pulling ropes. He's waving ropes. Want to make a movie, Bob? Not now. Not work, working on my core. Not yeah. now. No. Bob Iger's probably a guy who I would imagine sleeps- 15 minutes a day. <laughs> totally. Right? Hanging by his ankles with
2: like an oxygen mask on. He looks like Luke in a back to tank. Yeah, that's, he does. Yes, he, he does. does yeah. Yes.
1: I mean, he looks good. Don't get me wrong. He looks great. His collars are high yeah. and starched yeah. to high heaven. That's what you need. You need a collar that can cut. He's, but I would say he's wooden in yeah. his presentation. Mm-hmm. Bob Chapek, if if Bob Iger is wooden, Bob Chapek is a petrified forest. Yeah. Like he is so, I I he exudes no warmth, no personality. Mm. Now, he does come from consumer products, so this doesn't surprise me. Right. he's I, He is not a creative visionary in terms of and does not come off as one does not come off as one yeah so you have to you have to give me uh, three ways yes. you're gonna ch-
2: make like these are practical these have to be practical ways okay. you work at Disney now okay uh, you, you've gotten some feedback hey we, we love Bob Chabak nice guy amazing guy he's gonna go up on stage we need him to represent what Disney represents okay we need him to borrow we need something he's gotta represent Pixar Marvel Walt Disney himself he is the face of this company Uh, we're planning on sending him out there in just like a blue button up shirt without a tie and a, and a jacket Shaved head, or you know, b- 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 pretty bald head. He looks
1: like Michael Chiklis from The Shield. <laughs> yeah, Like, I'm afraid he's gonna beat me up. Uh, I, I didn't want to say that, but
2: I'm a little scared he's gonna rough me up too. Yeah, I, he came on when he came on the presentation. I was like, oh, Do I owe this guy money? Like,
1: you got to do a lot of work. It turns like, out
2: I do owe him money, you
1: just, you, you, <laughs> just
2: on my credit <laughs> and he's card. He's coming for you,
1: yeah, exactly. Like, you if you are going to be that corporate looking, and look, you and I, you. We, we both work in, corp- in corporations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're going to be that corporate looking and you're going to be the head of the greatest creative entertainment company yeah. in history, like you've got to soften your image somehow. So now
2: you have to do that. Give me three ways that you as a you're a, you're now a handler of Bob Chebeck, how are you going to soften his image? Give me some ideas what we can do for the
1: next one. How are we going to change this? Number one. Yeah. Smile. Okay. Just try it. Okay. Just try it on. If you don't know how to smile... Maybe hire someone. Yeah. to teach you how to smile. Okay, so
2: smiling—you're gonna—that's one thing you're gonna do. All right, number two, what do you got?
1: Hold some cotton candy when you're presenting. Okay, everybody loves cotton candy. That's true, and it makes you look fun. Okay, and it makes you look like you're having a good time. And listen, you—you you can't buy co- You can't go into the bank and buy cotton candy. You can't. You can't true. go trade stocks. I, I suppose you can't go to to the what the New York Stock Exchange. And buy cotton candy,
0: you know As where you can item. buy. You yeah. know
1: where you can buy cotton candy. Disneyland. Well, only at fun places. Fun places. Yeah. So hold some cotton candy. Smile. Hold cotton candy.
2: A third thing that's going to turn Bob Chapek into magic. You want me to give me mine before you give me your third one? Yeah, go for it. I said, tell me what you think about it. I said, first, let's try no suit. Let's try just something different. Doesn't not, like
1: what? Would you put like, him in a hoodie? No, not a hoodie, but like because no, that wouldn't be good. Something,
2: something that says professional. Uh, I need. A, I'm gonna have somebody just create new clothes for him that has. A, it's a fun collar. What about a blazer and jeans? Like a blazer and jeans. You could do that with a Disney collar. So it's, a, it's a business down, downtown. It's 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 fun <laughs> No, so, all right, no suit. And I just thought a fun tie. Like if you're gonna wear 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 a shirt, button up shirt. Here jeans, we go.
1: Fun tie. Hit me with it. You've seen this, yeah. okay? You know that I, on occasion, I have to wear a suit. Yeah, in my in my real. Yeah, job. and you have great shirts. And uh, what I don't wear a tie. Nope. I wear a very professional suit and my shirt is always a white shirt with a fun print on it. I have one that has bananas. Yep. I have one that has foxes. Do you have have one that has dinosaurs? I do have one that has dinosaurs. Solve that. I do have one that has little bees carrying umbrellas. Yeah. Okay. And that is like, that's how I soften soften my image. Show a little bit of who you are. So put, put Bob Chapek in a navy blue suit yep with a white shirt that's got very light Mickey print print on it
2: I think so and then my last suggestion for Bob Chapek even though he doesn't need them or maybe he does and I just don't know is uh, red glasses glasses with red frames
1: oh red red frames or red tints Uh, red frames red
2: frame frame, clear glasses you have to be able to see his eyes yeah that's a good idea
1: again something that just says like I'm approachable totally like I'm this a little, I've got a wild side. Red, a red frame means that I'm thinking outside the box. It's Mickey because it's not tortoiseshell. Yeah. Normally, it'd be tortoiseshell. You call it Bob J- JPEG
2: glass red. He's the only one in the company that wears that color. It's derived from Mickey's yeah. shorts some way, but and then it just becomes his brand color becomes that red or something. I don't know. That's good. These are good suggestions. I like I'm, the guy. I want him to succeed. He's I want going him to
1: succeed too. He's, he's gonna succeed. He's doing it. He's got
2: a tough job at a tough time for a big company. I just think, yeah, let's let's get a print on that shirt, some glasses on Put there, some
1: print on that shirt. Yeah, some red glasses, hold some cotton candy, and smile once in a while.
2: Yeah. Does he ever do the rock uh, dance with his where he flexes with his chest and go Chapex?
1: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when he walks out, he does it it's like a little, little, little shuffle. Flex. Does yeah. like a little shuffle back oh, and forth. Oh, you just
2: got Chapex. drops he, the mic. That's good. I'm just trying to help the guy out. You want to move on to the next segment? All right. Let's get, should we get into some of the exciting stuff? Let's get into
1: it. So there was lots, lots, lots of announcements. So this is what I'm going to do. You have the Investor Day. uh, Run down, correct?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, get your take on this. It did seem like the presentation was uh, was a masterclass in how to say something exciting when you don't know what to say. <laughs> like there were so many sentences
1: that went on forever that just like you're like, whoa, are we back at the beginning of the sentence? Like what are <laughs> we talking about right now? I was also going to say it was a masterclass in just not showing. I mean, we have not to beat this to death, yeah. but like showing no emotion over very exciting things. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like. Okay. All right, let's start with Disney announcements. So okay. I, I think what we'll do is let's start with Disney announcements. <music> Disney Studios, Disney Animation. Not Pixar. Not Pixar. Great, Pixar, Disney. I'll be, uh, Hit uh, me with some suddenly. Disney stuff that All they right. talked about. Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2, exclusively on Disney+. mm mm-hmm is the spooky sequel to the 1993 ho- Halloween cult classic, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I think for uh, Hocus Pocus
2: 2, I didn't, I didn't obviously there's not much to see on that, so I guess we're just looking for a comment, which is probably right. Hope they do it around the hall. I'm sure they'll do it around I Halloween. believe us, next Halloween. It'll probably crush for them during that time, whether it's good or not. It'll Are you crush. interested in
1: this at all? No. Neither am I. Yeah. I mean, go see our Hocus Pocus all right. review uh, from earlier this year. Let's
2: set the tone quick. Just, we got to move quick. We got
1: three men and a baby. Three Z- men and
2: a baby. You know who they didn't hire for this? Zach Efron's neighbor.
1: Uh, you mean Taylor Saffron? Yeah,
2: Taylor Saffron. Well,
1: they just didn't announce it. Oh, okay. What uh, Zach Efron is going, is slated for a 2022 release okay. on Disney Plus. A modern take on the hilarious 1980s comedy will star Zach Efron, and I hear the rumor says his neighbor, Taylor Saffron.
2: Might be in it? Might be in it. Oh, Yeah, I'm not interested in that, but I'm going to watch it. We're giving these scores like, uh, or no K. No K. Okay. okay. And. Joe
1: K because it's ridiculous. And like, whoa
2: K. Whoa K. Yeah.
1: Okay, good. Can we keep this up for 10,000 projects? Yeah, we sure can. Flora and Ulysses is a delightful comedy adventure based on the Newbery award winning book about the 10 year old Flora, an avid comic book fan and a self-avowed cynic who rescues a squirrel with unique superhero powers. Flora Ulysses stars Matilda Lowler and is directed by Lena Khan. This film makes its debut on Disney Plus February 19th, 2021. Yeah, okay. I'm an okay on that. Have you seen the, they showed a trailer for it? No, I didn't see it. Looks cute. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. I'm full okay on I'm that. I'm full okay on this. All right, next. Cheaper by the Dozen, a reimagining of the hit comedy with blackish producer Kenya Barris, uh-huh. will air on Disney Plus in 2022. The story centers on a multiracial, blended family of 12 navigating a hectic home life while managing their family business. Gabriel Union is set to star. I don't know who Gabriel and is. And Cheaper by the Dozen, that's
2: the name of the show or the name of the business practice when you just use a movie that you've already done four times and don't have to pay for <laughs> pay for new intellectual property exactly. for an actual writer. Yeah,
1: this is the 12th time they've done this remake. Yeah. What do you think? Eh, okay, no K, woke. It's
2: always a it's a, that's a great uh, thing for a movie, but I've seen that movie three times now.
1: Diary of a Wimpy Kid, which has spawned a successful live-action f- franchise, yeah, uh, from the popular books, coming yep. to Disney Plus in twenty one as an all-new animated film. Animated film, animated because film. my kids in are the super animation into of like the of the, the books, the, the
2: black and white animation, right. the line animation. Yeah, I'm woke on that. You're woke. Yeah, my kids are going to
1: love it. I'm no k.
2: No k on, on that. Okay, right. don't care.
1: Cool, right on. Don't care. That's... The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild exclusively for Disney Plus is a spinoff of the popular Ice Age franchise from 20th Century Studios. The story centers on three series favorites, the Prankster Possum Brothers, Crash and Eddie, and the swashbuckling titular weasel, Buck.
2: I just never pegged that Ice Age thing as a Disney property, so it's, a, it's weird
1: for me. Only because they purchased it. I mean, I, I agree. Like, oh, I, it came through the 20th Century Fox acquisition. It came through the, acquisition. Th- through the Fox acquisition. I'm okay. The Ice Age movies are fine. They're great, so. Never seen one. I'm going to say no K. Okay. Not interesting. The Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. takes audiences on a rollicking thrill ride down the Amazon with wisecracking skipper Frank Wolf and intrepid researcher Dr. Lily Houghton. Hmm. Stars, uh, of course, The Rock, Emily Blunt, yeah. and Edgar Ramirez, Jack Whitehall, and Jesse... Pl- There's just a lot of people in the movie. Yeah, right on. Uh, Disney's Jungle Cruise is slated for July 2021 which I believe they are saying theater release. Yeah, theater.
2: I heard Jungle Cruise. I think we're both uh, woke on that. Like, whoa.
1: Yeah, Jungle Cruise, a woke. Like, Very I excited. cannot wait to yeah, see me that too. movie. Right on. And I got to admit, like, I'm really glad. I do want to see it on a big screen. Me too. I would love to see it with Dolby Atmos. Like, I would love the whole uh, the whole spe- spectacle. That's going to be my movie.
2: back to the theater movie.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 The Lion King live action prequel. Cool. They're doing a Lion King prequel, and they have not announced where it's going to be. Yeah, I'm like, okay, there's probably still money on
2: that tree. No
1: way, Kay. no way, K. No way, K. Not yeah. a chance, K. I'm not interested. You don't want to see Scar
2: this. as he's like coming up? No. You want I don't want to
1: see a prequel. Stop going back to The Lion King, well. Yeah. The Lion it's King deep. is possibly one of the most perfect films ever made. Stop doing it, mm-hmm. stop redoing it, stop telling sidequels and prequels and sequels. Just stop. Katzenberg.
2: Stop. Katzenberg Project, Lion yes, King correct. wrote it, initiated it, all that stuff. And Last Frank
1: Wells film, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: And the, when he left Disney, they paid him a lot of money when he left Disney. A lot of money. And they were like, that was way too much. But I think now with the Lion King well, he's like, I should I should have asked, ask more. More. <laughs> asked, really asked for more. <laughs> <laughs> you can see what I did with that uh, so
1: are you uh, you're an okay? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like Lion King. All right. Little Next. Mermaid returns Rob Marshall to the Disney fold with a live action take on the animated classic. Yeah, of course. In the title role is multi-talented singer and actor Halle Bailey. Yep, live action Little Mermaid. Live action Little Mermaid.
2: Yeah, they're gonna live, see, this is what they're gonna do. They're gonna live action everything and then people are gonna be like, oh, I like the Beauty and Beast live action, the mermaid live action. Then they're like, well, if you like that, we're doing an animated version of it. And then they're going to be like, oh, I love the animated version of the live action one of oh, the if, animated one. If you were, you like that, yeah. get ready. What do you got? Live action version. Oh, of the animated one of the live action one of the animated one?
1: That's right. Oh, I'm still looking forward to that. Day and date on Disney Plus and in theaters. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It is going to be that. This is going to be this vicious cycle, isn't it? It is. And then they're going to make sequels to the live action ones, yeah. which are then going to get animated versions of the live action sequel. Which
2: brings me to a point that uh, of, of how many things they're releasing is I think the larger announcement at this investor cosmos is we're now having robots just write the scripts. We it does sort of feel that way, does it? We don't have any employees anymore. There
1: is a little bit of this that feels like it's algorithm generated. Like this character plus this plot sequence. Yes. E- no, no.
2: Yes. 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 That's 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 Bob that's right. Chapek approving <laughs> the robot generated algorithm. Wait, is
1: Bob Chapek an algorithm?
2: Yes. It's 101 Dalmatians, live action, animated, but the people are animated, but the dogs are real. Yes. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) A Little Mermaid? Yeah, I'm okay on that. Okay. I don't like that movie for the bubbles. Everybody knows that about me. I didn't know that about you. I didn't feel like the bubbles were
1: animated very well in The Little Mermaid, so I don't like that whole movie. Very, very (laughs) discerning. I don't think the bubbles are going to be any better in this one, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Uh, this is a no K to OK for me right. only because of Lin Manuel Miranda. So much. Yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, a hybrid live action animated feature for Disney Plus in development. Akiva wow. Schaefer, who directed Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping, uh, directs, and John Mulaney and Andy Sandberg are set to star in the title roles, with Seth Rogen doing a cameo. Chippendale Rescue Rangers is slated for spring 22. This is
2: Seth Rogen and these guys in a, in Chippendale suits, or this is an animated, they're doing the voices.
1: I believe this is going to be John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, playing Chippendale animated in a live action world. Okay, right on. I don't know about this. When I started reading this, I was like, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, thumbs up. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg, Thumbs up. Seth Rogen, thumbs down. Okay, Live action, thumbs really going down. Yeah. Pinocchio, coming to Disney Plus in a compelling new live action retelling that will leverage state-of-the-art CGI to bring Pinocchio to life, a living puppet. With the help of a cricket, as his kind of, I love how they have to describe what Pinocchio yeah, is. I know Why, What this is Disney. Yeah. Why are you describing the idea? Just say it's live action Pinocchio. That's yeah. what it is. Live action Pinocchio.
2: Uh, uh, no trailer for this. Just a logo reveal.
1: That's right. Uh, musical remake of the animated classic. Classic. Robert Zemeckis directs. Tom Hanks stars. I would love it if Tom Hanks starred as Pinocchio, but he doesn't. He's Geppetto. Okay. Peter Pan and
2: Wendy. Same. Just a logo reveal trailer. But I, I believed it's 15 second logo reveal was better than Pinocchio's.
1: I didn't see the logo reveal of either of these, I yeah. admit. Uh, it has David Lowery as at the helm. He directed Pete's Dragon, the Pete's mm-hmm. Dragon remake, which I thought was actually pretty good. Okay. Young girl rebels against growing up by going with her two brothers to a magical land ruled by an eight... Ruled ruled yeah peter pan rules neverland yeah he's got like taxes he's like peter pan is he just heartless it, are they just like doing something completely different with peter that i i was not aware of anyways a magical land ruled by an ageless boy obsessed with adventure yeah who is locked in an ongoing battle with a pirate captain the cast includes jude law as captain hook breck eisner as peter pan he'd be great Bre- breck eisner would our breck eisner would be great Eisen as be peter pan uh, and, uh, the film will premiere on Disney plus. Right. I like on. that idea. Yeah, I'm
2: okay on it. I don't, I, I like Peter Pan, uh, the animated classic a lot and I don't like anything they've done since then.
1: I love the Peter Pan classic. The I'm probably
2: the only person that hates hook. You hate hook. I don't do not like hook. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Have you watched hook as a father?
2: No. You should try it. Okay. Right on. You That's a good it. tip. That's a good holiday tip right yeah, there. Give it a try. Give it a try.
1: It's a great Christmas movie too. Right on. That's a good Are they going to flip it and make Captain Hook sympathetic here? Yeah, I want royalty
2: payments that they did because I've been pushing that you idea for that at idea. least 12, 12 years. That that Captain Hook is really like this is a tale of frustration. Yeah,
1: you've got you've got the sympathy for the villain
2: so much yeah. in Captain Hook. is a great guy. He's just trying to run a crew. He's Leave him just alone. trying to run
1: He's a crew. Trying to open a
2: fish and chips restaurant. Give him a break. It's right. COVID. It's hard. Everybody has to be outside. His kids running around cutting stuff up. It's terrible.
1: He's yes. You 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 may you make it a compelling point there. Thank you. He's just a guy that's trying to run a business. Yeah. And he's got juvenile delinquents that are constantly following up his business.
2: Yep. That's what I think.
1: Well, you're probably going to see your movie. Yay. Disenchanted is a sequel to the hit film Enchanted. Cute. Will stream exclusively on Disney Plus. Amy Adams returns. Yay. Okay. Dis, uh, Enchanted's cute. Cute movie. I think this will be cute. Yeah, I'm
2: okay at best. Okay. On this one. Okay at best.
1: I'll tell you what I'm no K on. All right, Sister Act three, yes. the third film in the beloved Sister Act series. I'm going to substitute the word trilogy here. Just totally it makes it sound it's more so in- weird because just the
2: other day I was thinking, like, dude, what? Why is there not a third Sister Act that, movie? You've been wondering that, right? For a like, it, yeah, it's been You'd taking be like, a lot of compute When am I going to find out
1: how? How are they going to conclude the Sister Act trilogy? Yeah. So the, I was stoked when I heard this. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg is on board to star and produce. Tyler Perry also signing on as producer of the project Sister okay. Act will premiere on Disney plus right on that means at this point when they say will premiere on Disney plus yeah that's the equivalent of saying straight to video
2: yeah it is but it's right? like got a catchy hook to it
1: right I mean and it that could be like this feels very straight to video to me yeah sister act three
2: that's not a theater release but yeah first oh. one was good really like the first one. First one
1: was really cute yeah it was really cute Cruella dives into the rebellious early days of one of the most notorious and notoriously fashionable villains the legendary Cruella DeVille. Oscar award winner Emma Stone stars as Estelle, a.k.a. Cruella, opposite Oscar winner Emma Thompson as the Baroness. And it's called Cruella. They should have called it DeVille. It's so much better. Tell
2: me they shouldn't. Mm, London, nobody's
1: going to recognize if it's called DeVille.
2: You really don't think so? No. I think that's almost better, though, that they don't recognize it. It's I mean,
1: think it'd be better if they just didn't do the
2: movie. Okay, just didn't do, do the movie.
1: Emma Stone is Cruella DeVille. That could be fun, though.
2: Yeah, I, and I like. I like... I like her a lot. I like her, and I like that villain. I like her as a I do, too. So
1: I'm I'm, I'm okay on that. Walt Disney Animation Studios, ready? Yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon, released March 5th, 2021, simultaneously in theaters and on Disney Plus with Premiere Access, which means like 30 bucks. Yep. Uh, This is the big feature release for Disney Animation. It's big. Features the voices of Kelly Marie Tran as Raya, a warrior whose wit is as sharp as her blade, and Aquafina as a magical, mythical, self-deprecating dragon named Sisu. Newly revealed characters from the film include other people.
2: I'm pretty excited about it. Are you? Yeah.
1: I haven't seen, did they, they didn't release a trailer. There is they? like a
2: little trailer okay. thing uh, about it. She goes through some kind of fighting moves and then ends up in sort of a magical sort of uh, area. And then there's a guy there with a sword okay. and she's got this little like a uh, hedgehoggy, like uh, armor beetle, like comic relief thing. It's from the people that worked on Moana, I believe worked on it. Okay, just looks uh, like the next classic Disney uh, sort of animated film. Musical? I doesn't say
1: here. Yeah, I don't know. Encanto, a movie.
2: Because it sounds like you're saying "and canto."
1: Encanto as It's in, actually the name. As in, I sing the uh, uh, sp- uh, Spanish okay. verb for sing, okay. encantar. Mm-hmm. Encantamos. Encanto. encanto. Correct. Yeah. So I sing. Encanto tells the tale of a family in Colombia, and it is being written with music by Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Directed by. The director of Zootopia Entangled Tangled, Byron Howard. Yep. Uh, produced by the Zootopia producer. And it will be in theaters November 24th, 2021. Cool. So slated for the Disney November release. I have no opinion on this. Okay. Okay. Baymax, Walt Disney Animation Studios' first ever animated Series. Series. Uh, starring Baymax.
2: What does that mean? First ever. There was already a cartoon in the Baymax universe. There was a yeah. There's
1: Big Hero Six the yeah, series. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not being uh, different people drawn by Walt Disney Animation. Right on. Uh, premieres on Disney Plus early 2022. I'll tell you what would have been better though I'm is sorry,
2: to, do yes. a, uh, to do a series on the people that build the the robots for those fighting contests. Do, like, yeah, do make the, that whole get, bot fighting. Yeah, thing? yeah. Get like an engineering. Like yes. just go that round. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Next thing.
1: Zootopia Plus. Uh huh. Short form series debuts on Disney Plus. Is that eight minutes? Twenty two. I guess yes. Uh, shorts. Okay. Uh, handle back to Zootopia, focusing on the lives of some of the feature films' most intriguing characters. Sure. Why not? Right on. Sh- short eight series? Eight minutes. Fun. Zootopia is kind of a kind of a throwaway
2: thing, anyways. It's cute. It's fun. Let's do it. Let's go for it. I don't Tiana
1: care. coming to Disney Plus in twenty twenty three. Uh, Penelope was very excited
2: about this. Was she? Yeah.
1: The series. Series. Yeah. It is a series. Uh, All new adventures explore both Maldonia and Tiana's beloved hometown, New Orleans. Cool, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, okay on this. Moana the Series coming to Disney Plus in 2023. Wow. A new long-form musical series that follows Moana. Moana. Okay, is the Fox and Hound in
2: production? How come it's not getting a series? What if you haven't only, gotten to that yet? What if you're the only Disney IP at this? It, it, it's literally like they read every name. Black Cauldron's over here. They're like, what? Uh, what did happened?
1: You, uh, did you Did you didn't list our name? Did you skip over it? Or are you saving it at the end? Oh, saving It's not alphabetical. That's cool. Sit back down, Black Cauldron. <laughs> You're not
2: getting – what if you are the only IP that's not getting a series, movie, musical, short form? They literally – there's smoke, smoke signals. It's coming to smoke signals, coming to interpretive dance. (laughs) There's literally every medium, and then you don't get picked. Nope. It's just like the hunchback. There ain't no live-action bolt
1: movie. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) We're into Pixar now. Yeah. All right. Pixar, yeah. Here we go. Soul. Coming on Christmas Day. Yeah, excited. Can't wait. Right on. That's a big woke for me. Yeah, me too. Pixar Popcorn coming to Disney Plus, January twenty twenty one. Mini shorts featuring Pixar characters in bite sized stories. I'm not I'm not interested in this. Don't care. Yeah. Okay. Luca is a all new original feature film, June eighteenth, twenty twenty one, celebrating the universal theme of friendship. Yeah. Uh, it takes place in Italy. It's a coming-of-age story about yeah, yeah. one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. How is Pixar having a feature film ready by June? Who knows, man?
0: Robots. I have never
2: heard of this thing. Me neither. I mean, nothing at all. It's Pixar. It's feature. It's getting a woe for me. Woe yeah, it's care. gonna go.
1: It's gonna go woe for me too. All right, right on. Yeah. Next, Doug Days a uh, ex- uh, premieres exclusively on Disney Plus all twenty twenty one collection of shorts featuring Doug the dog from the up universe okay up this universe.
2: is a natural pausing I'm I'm uh, okay on this and this is a natural point to ask an actual question is in this investor day we got a lot of uh, movies a lot of spinoffs a lot of series specifically about the series what happens when you take something like up yep very emotional movie yes. that deals with some very heavy topics for people and that movie has its natural runtime and it ends yep. and, and you use those characters as sort of a way to deal with things from your own life up for me Hugely important piece of psychiatry or psychology. Yes, is for my a life.
1: narrative arc that has a beginning, middle, and end. And,
2: and now, now I'm going to see Russell, this this man who I need to exist in Maybe. that film. I've saw the trailer; he's in there. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, not Russell. Carl. Carl. Yes. I'm going to see Carl who uh, exists as a sort of uh, pain guardian for some people in the mm-hmm. world. He takes you through a painful journey. Yep. And now he's going to be like playing with a dog. It's like it's like I'm getting to look into a life I don't want to see the rest of. That movie ended for me. Yeah. I need that movie to be over. And now in this Disney Plus Investor Day where they're doing that with tons of stuff yes. is getting these series where these, uh, these, these, these heavy hitting characters that are, we're now going to get to see them in situations that I don't know we really want to see them. And does that devalue the character, the experience, the yep. movies that came before it? Your thoughts, Scott Storm?
1: You're asking a really good question. And as we're going through these list of things, I find myself fighting the desire to be cynical about a lot of these announcements, right? Because again, it feels like, are these stories that really need to be told or are these stories that just need to make money? Right. And I don't want to be, I don't ever want to be the cynical disney fanboy like i don't want the love that i have of this thing to be jaded and then therefore that becomes my motivation for doing a show like this totally so i want to take a glass half full type of attitude toward a lot of these things but also not being completely pixie dusted up where i just go like everything is fantastic like there are a lot of these things that i don't care to see and i honestly question who the audience is for some of these announcements yeah good Doug days is one of those things where I go, it's talking dog. Yeah. Like there's a, like Doug is hilarious. And so I don't want to dismiss the emotional resonance that up has, Yeah, but I think you can take Doug out of that and do a fun, playful series without pointing back to up too much. I'm so
2: for, I'm so for Kevin, the, the The Himalayan bird, the Himalayan pheasant, uh, and Doug having their own series. Uh, doing whatever I'm so great with that Russell and Carl right.
1: So if they were not in this, I'm a
2: hundred percent on yep, board, and I'm excited. That. Russell and Carl ended their their story on the curb outside of Fenton's Ice Cream Parlor in yep. Oakland, California. At yep. least that's what was used. I need that movie to end there personally, and so I don't want to be a fanboy like you're saying. And but but Up is is uh, a very powerful movie to me. I think you've uh, pitched
1: a better story idea, which is Doug and uh, Kevin. Kevin, yeah. And sort of the crazy, wacky hijinks because you have this I'm like totally hapless crazy bird and a talking dog together. Yeah, I'm totally. For you that pitch, you've pitched a better idea than Doug Days. Right on. So Doug Days is a no, no way for you. Um, I have to be okay on it, even though I'm okay because I love the up. All right. I love up. Here's the one I want to talk about. All right, and then we'll move on from Pixar. Okay. Oh, there's gonna be a car series coming up. What do you think? Okay, it's fine. It feels like that's a good thing to squeeze. Yeah, cash make out a car of. series. That's fine. It's fine. Let's talk about Lightyear.
2: You're not going to talk about turning red? Let's talk about turning red. It's about a girl who turns into a red panda. Whoa, well, okay. My kids are going to love it. Not interested. It's a girl
1: turns into a panda. Feature film, March 11, 22. Stars a confident, dorky 13-year-old torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence. Uh,
2: Scott Storm, you're going to eat those words. You're going to love turning red. I When she gets
1: it. too excited, she turns poof into a giant red panda. I
2: guarantee we're gonna be having a conversation in a few months where you're like, you know about that that turning red, that panda movie? It's it's awesome. Yep. That's what's gonna happen. I'm glad you're excited about that. I'm super excited about Let me tell you turning what red. I'm excited All about. All right, tell me what you're excited about. Lightyear.
1: Yeah. Opening in theaters June 17th and 22. Sci-fi action adventure, the definitive origin story of Buzz Lightyear. This is what I'm excited about. It's huge. There's this news so is many huge. things to think about. There's so many layers to peel off here. Yep. You can turn into a panda all you want, Aaron. Okay. I want to talk about Buzz Lightyear. Origin story. Who is the inspiration for the Buzz Lightyear toy. Right. And why Buzz Lightyear becomes a child's toy that Andy wants. Right. Is he a real person? Yeah. Is this a TV show? Wow. Is it a TV show based on a real person? Oh, you're
2: getting really deep here. I don't think they're going to answer these questions.
1: This is this is what's so... I mean, this is... A show or a character about a character in Andy's world who is not a toy. I see, I
2: see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. When you when you, when you you formulate it like that, it gets yeah, it gets really heady it's really quickly. It's completely
1: heady. It's it's like, I think it's meta without intending to be meta.
2: Right. Because in some theory, it can't really have a life in that box in the factory. With exactly.
1: Like a, <laughs> it's and not so a
2: person. It's a toy that was injection molded.
1: Does that mean that Buzz Lightyear is the son of Emperor Zerg and yeah. Emperor Zerg exists in this universe that yeah. is Andy's universe or is this a fictitious telling of a real person who was an astronaut that did space rangery things, like, and then they fictionalized it like to Woody make it was palatable li- for kids? I'm I'm gonna keep going, dude. It's huge. It's yeah, huge. You're really
2: blowing the top off this thing. As if Woody could be a little boy that grew up and then was like, I think I'm gonna be a toy, and then right, and, but he was a toy the whole time. But he grew up in toy and then decided to be a toy. Put himself in a box. Was then bought and purchased, and then
1: it's, I've got I've it's got crazy. I've got pictures on this wall yeah. that I presented here ahead of time.
2: Yeah, yeah. with yeah. String. I see the Just going string. everywhere. Just uh, follow the string. Uh, yeah, when I first came in, I was like, boy, Scott- He's He's doing it. some work. <laughs> he's, he's actually lost it. He took this investor day very seriously. Uh, why don't I have 911 on speed dial? And then I was like, oh, it's <laughs> only three numbers. It's not that hard. That's right. But uh, yeah, light year. Light year. Huge. That's going to be huge.
1: No, also not voiced by Tim Allen- voiced by Chris Evans, which brings another layer into this thing. Just lost me. Chris Evans voices the real Buzz Lightyear, which means that they hired an actor to record a sound-alike for the Buzz Lightyear toy, which then becomes the Buzz Lightyear that we all know and love. Everybody listening to this podcast's head just exploded. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm so excited about this. This is a whoa K for me. And
2: you don't think this conversation went something like, Hey, you think we should do a Buzz Lightyear origin story? I think that's exactly what happened. Yes. Dude. Is there anything you're saying no to right now? No. W- yes. A- yes. So we're going to get a Woody origin story called, called Roundup pretty soon. Oh, you look like you need a nap, oh, big boy. Man, I do. Yeah. You really put almost all of your energy. Is, that the, is explaining your, the headiness behind the Buzz Lightyear blowing movie? Blowing my mind. I is, that take, the, I, is that the hardest thing you've done I gotta today? I got to take a
1: mental break for a second. Hey, I got an idea. Yeah. What do you think? What do you say it's, uh, it's gift time? Is it what gift time? No, there's no gifts. Oh, that's gift time. How going. can it be gift time? It's not
2: Christmas, Scott Storm, unless you have cookies. It was your birthday last week. Right, in the and past. And it's Christmas. In the past. We're,
1: not, we're probably not going to see each other before Christmas. I already got Big League Chew, so if you got
2: me that, it's accounted for. Wow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, I have just given you a tin. Yep, it's a tin. That is- With a white, uh, red uh, picnic checkerboard pattern on it and some candy canes on it. It says candy canes. Should I
1: open this? I want you to open this. This is handmade from my wife. Wow. Okay. Open it and we're going to enjoy it on the podcast. Wow. How much fun. I'm
2: twisting off this uh, tin lid. (gasps) Inside of it, there are uh, chocolate covered
1: things. These are called Buckeyes. Oh, right on. They are a holiday treat from Ohio. Oh, wow. Where my wife was born and she spent a part of her, her childhood and she knows that we're Buckeye fans because
2: uh, an Oregon Duck fan, when the Ohio State Buckeyes played the Oregon Ducks in the Rose Bowl, a uh, duck was not very nice to my family. And so we're Buckeye fans. Oh, good.
1: Only because of that. <laughs> why? Yeah. Well, now you're Buckeye. Now you can enjoy Buckeyes. Do I Buckeyes. smell peanut butter? These, I, I don't even want to describe it to you. I just want you, I brought one for myself. Oh, you- I didn't want to take any from your tin. And so, COVID.
2: You brought, I didn't even think of that. You, you brought a little COVID, safety. The COVID doesn't oh, stick to these. Oh, boy. Thank you, uh, Calm Before. So Nice. I'm so excited. Are we ready? We're ready. Oh, man.
1: I've never had one of these before. I want I want a live taste test or a taste reaction. I'm sorry. Are you allergic to peanut? <laughs> I should have asked that ahead of time. There's 18 EpiPens
2: in my... Uh, you're going to want to get them.
1: Can I borrow your phone with 911 on speed dial? <laughs> yeah. I am not.
2: I am allergic to sugar. Is there any sugar in these?
1: No. Sugar-free. <laughs> peanut butter ball dipped in chocolate. This is...
2: It's not a peanut butter ball, but okay.
1: I look forward to this every single year. My my wife only makes these at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I look forward to these every single year, more than Christmas fudge. I would like to get your thoughts on it, on a Buckeye.
2: It is a, a ping pong ball sized peanut butter ball. It's not a peanut butter ball. It is a peanut butter singularity. It is when peanut butter gravity implodes on itself and forms a dark star. It's dense. It's rich. I cannot... Uh, as an 18-year-old...
1: Get get some water. It's, it's, I, yeah. it's hard for you to articulate because it's just continually... It's just in your mouth right now.
2: As an 18-year-old, I eat five of those. And I'm like, that was fun. As a 45-year-old, um, super delicious. I like all those taste profiles just out of the gate. Yeah. Big peanut butter and chocolate fan. But
1: you're like... This, I, I, this is this the one I have for this week. Yeah, because it's just so dense.
2: Definitely, yeah, it's super rich, oh super dense, very uh uh way softer than I thought. Like it's a soft. Uh,
1: well, you want to put go put them in the fridge, okay, when you're done, uh, because it because will firm them up a little bit more, okay. Uh, but they're yes,
2: delicious. Thank you very much. I love those flavors. Um, yeah, it's like a tesseract, it's like of a tesseract. Peanut, of peanut butter and chocolate. Transports you to another dimension. Very that's dense. for sure. All right, I should here Should have go. known when I lifted it that it was the thing was so heavy. Oh boy, this
1: is a uh, this is a birthday and Christmas gift. Okay, uh, combined. Now this is funny because why does
2: the wrapping paper say oh
1: oh 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 you're supposed to turn it upside down? Oh, hold on. Oh, okay, ho ho ho. That makes <laughs> more sense go, yes. that way. I uh, I have a story behind this. After you're done opening, it. okay.
2: Here we go. Wrapping into the o oh, oh, oh in magic
1: wrapping paper. Get that sound. Can I give, tell you a little secret about Scott Storm? Yeah. I love rapping.
2: Me too. I love rapping I presents. did it professionally.
1: So did I. Really? Where? FAO Schwartz. Where did you do it professionally?
2: Uh I'll tell you off this podcast. Yeah, FAO Schwartz, that's pretty big. And then I have a friend that did it in retail too, and she thinks she's pretty good. I think I'm pretty good. You think you're pretty I think good. I'm pretty good. Is wrap-off 2020 coming?
1: It could be. Okay. It could be. Oh, I know what it is. Do you know what this is? I
2: do know what this is. Oh, this is so mm. awesome. I was just looking at this the other day. Oh, it's so amazing. This is the uh, Disneyland Resort attraction and transportation vehicles, which is uh, sort of an icon small version of every vehicle. Uh, Jeffrey Moskowitz has yes. this behind him in his office. Oh, that's right. Yep, that's right. And I have been looking at this. This is so awesome. Thank you so much. updated to include. Uh, Did you have this wit- before we had our framing conversation
1: about how much I hate framing stuff? I had ordered it. So this, oh, this is the funny so thing. Funny. So funny. Uh, so the motivation behind a gift for you, we discussed the so same oh, thing is so for awesome. me, which is do I have it? Yeah. Would I want it? Yeah. And I do not have it and I would want this. So I decided to order it for you. Once I ordered it, though, we had our conversation about when you give somebody a print for Christmas, yeah. whether or not you go the extra mile right, to frame exactly. it. Right, exactly, yeah. And so I because I figured this would be the last time we would record before Christmas, I wanted to make sure to give it to you. But I will tell you, this is my defense in not giving it framed to you because I don't know if you're ready to hang it just yet. Mm. I don't know what type of frame you want. So it's better if I give it to you rolled up yeah. and tell you where you could get a frame inexpensively yeah, versus having it framed and now you've got to find a place for it. See, now you can keep it rolled up and leave it under your bed until you're ready to frame it.
2: Crazy. I love it so much. 33 is the Rise of the Resistance vehicle?
1: This thing's updated. I'm positive it is. 33 it is.
2: is Rise of the Resistance.
1: Uh, yes, it is. It is. It is updated for Rise Every of the Resistance.
2: Every version of the, uh, of the rocket rods, or not the rocket rods, the Astro Orbiter. The rocket rods are jets. in there too, though. yeah. I'm sure they are, yeah. So good. It's got the speedboats, number 90. I'm going to be like lying in bed with this poster unrolled and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, what are you looking at? I'm going be like, oh no, it's Disneyland, Disneyland, Disneyland rides. Disneyland rides. And they're like, yeah, that's what we were worried about.
1: <laughs> Why don't you look at something normal? I'm decoding all of them. Yeah, it's so it's awesome. It's got every Thank version you. of the subs on there. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I love that poster. Love it, love it, love it. The person that makes this is called butchworks. b u c h works, works mm-hmm. on Etsy, and they make the poster. And again, this is a this is a free plug for them, yeah, because the quality of the poster, yeah, the awesome. shipping time, the price, all of it, totally, totally worth it. So again, Butchworks, it's called the Disneyland Resort Attraction and Transportation Vehicles Print. With vehicle names so good so great thank
2: you so much you're welcome man happy birthday to me happy
1: birthday to you merry christmas what do you say we get back to investor day okay let's do it all right
2: that was a fun little diversion
1: marvel studios are you ready yeah wandavision launching January 15th, 2021. We've already talked about it. Yep. We're looking forward to it. Well,
2: okay, Trailer 2 came out. Trailer 2 is amazing. It's weird, and there's th- story already in the trailer. Have you seen and some the release in heart-
1: Funko Pops for it?
2: No, I haven't. Oh, they're crazy. Oh, good.
1: They're black and white Funko Pops, and they are Funko Pops in like their Halloween costumes. The whole thing looks madness. Yeah. Looks madness. Double Woke okay on WandaVision. Same here. Falcon and Winter Soldier... Yeah, I watched the trailer. Uh, ...releases after WandaVision concludes, March 2021. What do you think? Looks very actiony.
2: Yeah, I'm very am okay action-y. on
1: it. I'm a, I'm a solid. I'm a, I'm a happy. Okay. Here's my one challenge with these.
2: It's in the ca- shows. Uh, the Marvel, uh, the Captain America universe, and we don't like Captain America. I
1: hear you. It's okay. You'll get over it. Oh, I mean, the Winter Soldier is possibly one of the best spy thrillers ever made. Cool. I mean, you cannot think cool, cool. that. Cool, cool. But you're wrong. Cool. Right. <laughs> you're it's allowed right. to have the thought. It's yeah. I mean, you can have that thought. Right. That thought is wrong. Uh, my concern is that people who are not deeply steeped in the Marvel cinematic universe yeah can they approach these shows yeah
2: here's what this part of the uh the disney investor day when they did the marvel stuff sounded like it was basically like
3: (laughs) (laughs) just just (laughs) drums
2: just drums constantly yeah it was just it it was just like we have some stuff that's (laughs) (laughs) in
3: a time when bad guys run the streets and even worse bad guys run the cities chaos is served for breakfast and pandemonium is so common even kids with a public school education can spell it when all hope seems to be lost the world is in need of general captain This summer, the general is back again. The hero you thought was wiped out, then dispatched, then disintegrated, then finished and finally obliterated. Well, it turns out he's totally fine and ready to save the world again. Only this time, it's personal. More personal than the last time it was personal. Prepare for General Captain sixty seven. Ascent of the rise of the boost of the climb of the upswing of General Captain
1: Yes. yes. That's the theme that's the the, that is the lightsaber hum of yep. the Marvel cinematic universe. Exactly. Yes. Uh so no K, wo K, OK. Yeah, OK on that. I'm woke sure. K on uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Loki, uh, twenty 2020, twenty May twenty twenty one. So we have one division. Then we have Falcon Winter Soldier. Then we have Loki. Yep. Uh, did you watch the trailer for this? What did you think of this? Uh, it looked it
2: looked really good. Yeah, I'll have to say. Yeah, uh, I like Loki. I like you know I'm not a Thor fan, but I am a Loki fan. And Tom uh, Hiddleston is yeah phenomenal. He's great at it. And the footage that I saw looked looked good.
1: I'm wo K on this. Yeah, very excited. What if?
2: Yeah, uh animated series from Marvel. Correct. Done in this new uh this new animated style that I'm
1: I'm okay with, but it's I like computer shell a
2: cell shaded, cell shaded from computer stuff that was mo-capped from robots that looked like actors. Yeah, it looks yeah.
1: a little bit like the TV show reboot from the '90s. Yeah, but a little bit better.
2: Netflix has a has a World War II series that's kind of like this called Liberator or something okay. like that. That's done in this kind of weird animated style, um, and it's a
1: good premise. I'm I'm just okay on it i lo- I love the what if comic book series. Yeah, I love that whole idea of what if Captain America wasn't Captain America? What if Black Panther was star? I'm okay with That's that everything. concept. I like I, I, listen, just stop don't don't bring the argument, okay, unless you want to are... argue, yeah, okay, right. We'll talk about Captain America another time. Right. It's like people who have kitchen sinks shouldn't
2: live in glass houses.
1: That's the old saying. <laughs> exactly. That's what they always say. Uh, I'm excited about what if. I think it's going to be really great. Right I think on. This is one of those things that I could show my youngest, who has not had his rite of passage for Marvel Studios, yep. because it's the it's you know flipping the Marvel universe on its head. Yeah. So right on. Miss Marvel launching in Disney Plus late 2021. 16 uh, year old Pakistani American growing up in Jersey City. Series or movie. It's a series. Yeah. Uh, and So is What Ifs. What If is also a series. Yeah. So she struggles to fit in at home at school, gets superpowers. She can, uh, big stretchy hand. I think Miss Marvel has a big stretchy hand. Mm-hmm. I think she can alter her appearance as well. I don't know a lot about Miss Marvel. Me neither. Uh, they didn't really show anything other than a, I think an interview reel talking about what yeah, they, they, they wanted did. to accomplish. Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. Late 2021 on Disney Plus, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye teams up with another well-known archer from the Marvel comics, Kate Bishop, who played uh, played by Haley Steinfeld, who I really like. I like yeah. Haley Steinfeld a bit. Oh, this wow. is a movie. This is the series. I believe this is a Hawkeye series. Yeah, you're getting Renner for a series. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. She-Hulk. What do you think about She-Hulk? Oh, I didn't see anything about it. A comedy series coming to Disney Plus stars Tatiana Maslany, uh, who is from I believe she is from The Good Place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hilarious comedic, comedic yeah. actor. Yeah. She plays She Hulk. And of course, the pr- premise of She Hulk is a lawyer who specializes in superhuman oriented legal cases. So it's like a, it's going to be a a comed- comedy, legal uh, comedy s- uh, surrounded surrounded by superheroes. I like it. I love this premise. Yeah. I like I'm it excited a lot. about it. The comic book series is I like that actor. i wacky. like the good place. Absolutely. I'm into it. Mark Ruffalo will be reprising his role. And. Tim Roth is actually reprising his role as oh. Abomination. Wow. It's crazy. So they're like really, All right. really reaching back there. Let's keep this train going. You got it. Moon Knight is going to be created for Disney+. Uh, Moon Knight is an action adventure that features a complex vigilante who suffers from disassociative identity disorder. He believes himself, I believe, to be a reincarnated Egyptian god. Okay. And then is out cracking heads at night. Okay. Right on.
2: I gotta, tell, I gotta tell you, Scott Storm. A lot of these, they're getting like they're getting. I'm watching all of them. Yeah, I had Disney Plus. I already paid for five years. Of right, I'm watching it, but so eight, you, eight minutes in, and if I I can't, I'm gonna I commit to this many shows. You can't, you can't commit to these so some shows. are gonna have to get cut from my roster. Most are gonna have to get cut from my roster. Moon Knight might get cut from your roster. I think Moon Knight might get cut.
1: But you got nothing else on Disney Unless Plus. It
2: kills, then yeah. The crazy thing is there's gonna I'm be like to, so. Disney
1: Plus or there's gonna be uh, Marvel series and Star Wars series at the yeah. same time.
2: That's what's crazy. I don't have enough time for that. That's what's crazy. And a bunch of Disney series and a bunch of movies, so like we just there's content.
1: Here we go. We're gonna whip through really quickly. All right. Secret Invasion, it's gonna be a series. It's gonna be Samuel L. Jackson series. Great. Ironheart. Yes. Yeah. Female Iron Man. Okay. Armor Wars. It's Iron Man without Iron Man. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special gonna be it's guardians of the galaxy with no changes it's gonna yes exactly it's right gonna on. be a screwball silly probably a lot of star wars references in it and then i am groot uh, original shorts coming to disney plus
2: yeah uh, shorts eight eight we're talking about eight minutes yes. this is that format
1: it's fine <sighs> that's fine it's okay great. future films yeah black widow yep push to oh. may 7th 2021 theaters only not gonna Good. be on disney plus right
2: on what do you think about that looking forward to it very much so that sounds like before Jungle Cruise, so that might it be is my, before Jungle that Cruise. might be my first movie back.
1: Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings uh-huh. is opening July 9th, twenty twenty one. Shang Chi confronts the past he thought he left behind when he is drawn into the web of the mysterious Ten Rings organization. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I am super psyched. Oh, about cool! This.
2: You're a Doctor Strange fan.
1: Uh, I love Doctor Strange. I love Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, and this is coming out in spring of twenty two. And it's also going to have ties to WandaVision and yeah. it's directed by Sam Raimi. Oh, right on. The word is yeah, is that Tobey Maguire may be reprising Whoa. his role as Spider Man in this because of the multiverse.
2: Yeah, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy.
1: Thor 11 and Thunder. Screen Rant's going
2: to have to take down their old what happened to Tobey Maguire videos. Exactly. Yeah. He's
1: back here. He's yeah. in
2: a new Marvel movie. Yeah.
1: Thor Eleven Thunder is coming out May 6th of 22. So you got March, Doctor Strange, and then May is the next Thor. Right on. Uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Right? Can we agree Thor is going to be fun? Sure. Why not? Black Panther 2 is going to be July 8th, 2022. hmm And they said that Chadwick Boseman will not be replaced for this movie. But, and so they're not going to recast the character for Black Panther 2, but will continue to, quote, explore the incomparable world of Wakanda and all of the rich and varied characters introduced in the first film. Okay. My prediction is they take a couple of characters and they make them the new Black Panthers. Okay. <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. Oh, nice. Another Ant-Man movie. Uh, yes. Another Ant-Man movie. Also directed by Peyton Reed, who directed the last two. Good. Uh, and Paul Rudd will be re- reprising his role. Evangeline Lilly as her role. Michael Douglas as his role. Michelle Pfeiffer as her role. Yeah,
2: they're good movies. That'll be fine.
1: It's gonna be fun. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yep, slated for 2023. James Gunn and the whole gang returns. Right on. And then the last one for Marvel is Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four features one of Marvel's most iconic families. Yep. John Watts is on board to direct. It's there called... has never been a good Fantastic I was Four say, film. It's,
2: it's called Fantastic Four. We're going to get it right this time,
1: I probably. Just I have so many thoughts on Fantastic Four. Most of them center around just stop it. Yeah, just stop it already. Yep, it's not that good. I understand they're the first family of Marvel. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a good premise. Yeah, it's never been a good premise. Yeah, that
2: hasn't worked yet.
1: It's never. It's not going to work. All right, let's get to the title round. Yeah. Lucasfilm. Lucas Here we go.
2: Music. I'm going to keep doing my trailer sounds.
1: I'm going to do my impersonation of Kathleen Kennedy. I'm just so excited about the worlds that we're going to explore at Lucasfilm.
2: <laughs> so the, the fire behind you is not, not taking that away?
1: I'm fine. The fact that the whole stage is burning down. I don't even feel it. <laughs> okay, right on. Ahsoka. Yep. Live action series. We called it. It was pretty yep. obvious. I mean, it's yeah. not like, it wasn't like this wild bet. We thought that one of the Dawson introduced-
2: series, telegraphed it pretty hard The Mandalorian. That's right. Pretty excited.
1: Uh, executive produced by Dave
2: Filoni and Jon Favreau. Yep. I think it's going to feel very much like The Mandalorian, the way it's shot, the sets, the closeness, the dialogue, the mm-hmm. writing. So I think I agree. it's, it's
1: going to be- but. Another Filoni and Favreau joint is Rangers of the New Republic, set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, a live-action series that will intersect with future stories and culminate into a, quote, climactic story event. Right on. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> I don't either. It's- oh. I, do, I will note that in all these announcements at the very beginning of the conference or the presentation that they had their legal disclaimer, which basically said, this is our best projection of what's to come. What's happening. And then they scrolled a disclaimer really quickly. Yeah, I saw that. Right. That basically said like anything we're saying here, like none of it may happen. Yeah. None of it may happen. All we end up getting is
2: Fox and the Hound 4. Right.
1: (laughs) So so there is a, a feeling where I'm like. Did they literally, before they did this, did they literally just say, what's your idea? Good. We're greenlighting that. That too. That too. That too. Okay. Just so they could have this.
2: Not a crazy way to run a business. They do that at their investor. day. Like, we're doing this. We're doing this. They watch the YouTube views for those trailers. Ones that hit a certain threshold, yep. they go, that goes into production. Like, and that one. That, th- that one doesn't. Axed. That whole yes. 10 rings thing, it was great. But literally 152 people watched that little yep. trailer. We cannot do that.
1: They're listening to all of these podcasts that have now come out right. that are doing our... Live takes, hot reactions, just struggling, struggling to get through all the announcements. Andor. Yes. You know, that character, that, you know, that famous, that incredibly famous Star Wars character. From Rogue One. Cassian Andor. Yeah. He gets a, he gets a show. Yeah. Are you not for this? I, no, no, no. I am a woke on Okay, yeah. I just think it's so odd to me that they named it Andor. Yeah. Because again, it's not, not a character a lot of people know.
2: Totally, yeah. Not a lot of people know Rogue One, first of all. Exactly. Even fewer would know that character. And even to...
1: fewer would know his last name. Yeah. Only.
2: Yeah. But. Whatever you say about it. I love during the presentation of it, they use the word feature film and film like three or four times. Uh-huh. And then all the footage of it looks like, this looks like a proper Star Wars, like big world thing. And I'm, so I'm looking forward to it I'm, for that.
1: I'm very interested in this. I love the idea of a spy thriller set in Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, it's great. I really like Cassian Andor as a character. I think he's cool. Like. I think Diego Luna played him in a really cool way. I don't think we had enough time with the character. So I really dig the fact that we are going to be getting. I'm big woke on this. Like, what if this is the Americans or homeland, but set in a galaxy far, far away? That would be amazing to me. Yeah, I'm woke. I'm woke on this. Woo! Not as woke as I am in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, the series. The series officially titled Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I might add, they did not say that Andor is officially titled Andor. So maybe there's a little, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll help and keep my fingers crossed for the Cassian Andor Rangers of the New Republic Squadron uh-huh. fan, fantacular. Yep. Something like that. Obi-Wan Kenobi series sets 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. And they announced that Hayden Christensen will be reprising his role as Darth Vader. Your thoughts on this? I think it's going to be great.
2: Uh, Ewan McGregor's a superstar. Oh,
1: man. I cannot wait to see him as Obi-Wan again
2: you're going to just say that like this gets an attention level because of the name because yeah. of this it gets an attention level beyond some of the other stuff so yeah i'm very excited and I think uh, Ewan, which is what he asked me to call him. He did? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think he's very excited to do it. So I think yes. he's going to bring a level of energy and stuff yes. to it. That's going to be amazing. I'm
1: very curious about this Hayden Christensen announcement. Yeah. I'm going really to honest. be really honest. Yeah. You I told me to glass half Full bullet I know I or whatever. <laughs> I know I did. So, but so I just I skipped can't over do it. All that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I tried. Yeah. I don't. I'm very curious. Do we not like him or do we not like the dialogue that
2: was written for him? Or what's your issue that you're taking there?
1: I don't know what to do with this. Right. Again, this is information like Peter and Wendy. No idea what to do with this or Rangers of the New Republic. Maybe this is a good thing. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be flashbacks and it's going to be Obi-Wan and Anakin pre-Darth Vader. Yeah. I mean, are they going to have him or are they going to have it you know, post-crispy Anakin mm. where yeah. he's now got his helmet off and he's he's Darth Vader. Yeah. Like but Anakin I I just don't, I don't know how, I don't know what bucket to put Hayden Christensen returns as Darth Vader into because when we saw Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, he was not the iconic Lord Vader that we know of. Yeah. So I don't, and this whole series takes place after those events. So what does Hayden Christensen have to do with this? Yep. The Bad Batch. Yeah, we talked about this. Which I'm really excited about. Yeah, right on. I love the introduction of the Bad Batch pew, pew, from pew, the pew. Clone Wars. Pew, 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 I like that Let's it's... go over here.
2: Pew, pew, pew. What are we doing? I was just doing every episode of the Bad Batch.
1: Oh, okay. I'm still excited for it. It looked good. I watched the trailer. It looked good. I'm excited about it. Right on. I think it'll be good. Star Wars Visions mm, mm-hmm. is basically anime-inspired animated series yeah. for Star Wars, which could be cool.
2: Yeah kids will like it.
1: I really dig the Star Wars shorts that they do is on there, YouTube. Is there anything to watch on this, this Visions thing? Just the logo. Dude,
2: that's the whole Investor Day was
1: like, have you seen our logos? Here's a logo. Here's 70 we logos. We couldn't be more excited to announce this logo. <laughs> it
2: really? you think I'm joking. It's not. And even at the end, they do like a logo... Like sizzle fifteen seconds. That's right.
1: Just logo after logo. Yeah. We have so many logos. We are so excited for the future of font creators everywhere. Totally. That's what it felt. that's what it felt like. <laughs> because never... here's another logo. Oh, another logo. Lando. Yeah. The Lando series. Yep. I am excited about this. Who's playing Lando? Uh not announced. Okay. Not announced. We is don't know. Is this animated announced. or live? Live action. It's a brand new event series for Disney Plus. I don't know whether or not this is going to be Donald Glover, or no whether way Donald Glover. Whether in it's going series. to be Billy D Williams, or whether it's going to be both of them, yeah. maybe it could be. Maybe it's maybe it's Billy D introducing the story, and then Donald Glover, yeah. in the adventure.
2: I want to see uh, an in real life, like a like what do you call this? Rea- I want to see a reality show, reality show, yeah, of uh, Billy D Williams, D- Donald Glover going Filming out- Lando? just no being dressed as lando and then going out into public and seeing who gets more yes. like who gets, gets more, more reaction who gets more reaction who has more swagger it's just them going like first episodes they go to a pizza parlor the second one is they go grocery shopping they go to a ski
1: resort on the next one do you think that their combined swagger as lando calrissians together would create a massive blackout in a city like just like just power goes down like, yeah, you I lose so. the internet. Yep. All services are stopped because their swagger just, it's basically like a electromagnetic pulse. It <laughs> just comes together. So. And yeah. Boom, it's and, just,
2: this, it's full Lando is yes. what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: full, full Lando. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what I want to see. Forget your Lando series. Just do a reality star of Dom Glover and Billy D Williams just going out and swaggering it. You ready for uh, 30
1: more releases? Yeah. Here totally we go. Am. Yeah. So Lando uh, okay, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. How about The Acolyte? The mm-hmm. Acolytes is a new Star Wars series that is a mystery thriller mm-hmm. that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. We'll have to see. Mystery thriller. Yeah, right on. All right. We'll have to see. A Droid Story. Yeah. A, a adventure film for Disney Plus. Oh. An animated story that introduces a new hero Good. guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. Right on. Droid Story. Animated, yeah. yes. Okay, let's talk Willow. Yeah, Are you interested in a new live-action Willow series. John Chu uh, is going to be directing this, and
2: so uh, funny we were just talking about Willow, and then uh, now they're doing And then they announced a Willow it's series. It's like they listened to this podcast.
1: One would think what have I that, is- or just the chances that a Willow series right. is being announced <laughs> when you're announcing
2: seventy new things, every Probably single property more. you have ever done. Yeah. Yes. Indiana Jones five. I noticed dinosaur didn't get a anything.
1: What about us, oh, the dinosaur? No, you sit down. <laughs>
2: sit, you sit next to the good dinosaur. The good, yeah, <laughs> that's right. All the dinosaurs will be sitting together.
1: Uh, Indy five. Indiana Jones five. Uh huh. Harrison Ford comes back.
2: Yeah, you have to be okay on this with with a like a like. I am a. Mm-hmm. You know, like a get it right. Like, you am I, to. am
1: I, uh, well, Spielberg's not directing it. Okay. And, uh, this arrives July 2022. Oh, oh did they mention how many ants and monkeys will be in this one? Like, Countless.
2: Okay. Cause the last one I didn't feel like had enough.
1: Oh, no, there are gonna be a lot more. They heard, Phew. they heard your criticism. Oh, see, they did listen <laughs> um, to this Kingdom podcast. Came to the crystal skull. Yeah. Just not and enough ants like... and
2: monkeys. So, yep. good. Yeah. Glad that. To... Any Shia? Any chance of a Shia?
1: I don't believe there's... I think there is zero chance of a Shia, especially given current reports about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, I do not think we will see him. Here's my... I think I... Did I pitch this to you? Did I pitch this idea to you? Pitch it. What they need to do is make what they should have done in the last movie, and what they need to do now is bring Short Round back. Okay, yeah. And then you hand the series off to Short Round. There you go. That's what I say. Right on. I don't think they're going to do it. No, I don't think so. Indy 5, are you no K, okay, or wo K?
2: I'm a I get, woke to. You're a woke I want to get all excited for it. There's no there's wow. no way they're going to mess this
1: up. Really? No, they probably. That's a great glass half full attitude. Let's move on. All right. Children of Blood and Bone, it's a series. Okay. They're going to do it. And also a new Star Wars feature. That's all it said. Yeah. New Star Wars feature Uh, directed by Taika Waititi. And this had a logo yeah. that it was like an animated, it was sort of like a Schoolhouse Rocks meets... The Star Wars Holiday Special Animation logo. Right. That just said Star Wars. I'm very curious to know what this is going to be.
2: Me too. But uh, this is his first feature direct f- in the Lucasfilm universe.
1: Uh, if you don't count Mandalorian. Because he directed I, the last two episodes I of do the not, first season.
2: I do not count that. I'm talking about at this scale. If they give him this scale. if they give him a little bit of reins to do what he does, super jazz. Oh, yeah. it's crazy talented. This could be a
1: ma- just absolute madness. Yeah. I can't wait to see what this is.
2: Give him some characters. Put him in the universe. Give him some characters we're not super familiar with. Let him do his thing. New franchise.
1: Let's talk about the feature film that was announced. Yeah, The next Star Wars one, Rogue Squadron, mm-hmm. directed by Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Focused around starfighter pilots. Patty Jenkins did a uh, trailer where she talked about how her dad was a fighter pilot and that she sets out in the, this movie... Or she has always wanted to make the greatest dogfighting movie of all time. Yeah. And she believes that this will be it. I'm sort of excited. I'm super excited. I'm very, very pumped for what this could be. For every
2: dogfight scene that just blows my mind, I will uh, let the plot go. Just, in fact, don't even worry about the plot. Just Just make the best X-Wing and Star Wars dogfighting we've ever seen. Yeah. I am happy for an hour and a half.
1: Does Wedge make a return in this? Yeah, absolutely. He has to, right? absolutely. He's got to make a return. Yeah. That's is he all I old see. Wedge, or is he recast Wedge?
2: The recast Wedge. Recast. The whole movie is just uh, like uh, radio communications. There's no actual dialogue in it. It's just all radio, just,
1: the, the Garbly. Yeah, it's just it's all staticky. that. It's just
2: an hour and a half of the best fight, uh, dog fighting, space footage over planets, and I'm happy.
1: I'm, be, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, me too. I'd be fine with that. I think we need that. Whoa, that was a lot of announcements.
2: Yeah, uh, the actual about. the actual investor meeting was three hours and thirty minutes. We've been recording for two hours and fifteen minutes, so
1: we saved some of your time. Some uh, out of everything we discussed, yeah, give me your one. Give me your one that you're excited for. Oh wow, really? Yeah, the one that you're most excited for.
2: Um, it would have to be one of the last two we talked about, Andor or Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron.
1: Uh, yes, Rogue Squadron. I think out of everything, I'm probably most excited for Rogue Squadron. And then there's, I mean, but there's Cicerac 3. I mean, that's the thing. There's that. Right.
2: Cicerac I was going to say that, but then I was like, I own a couple of copies of the first two ones. I got Blu ray, Laserdisc, you DVD. You got autograph too, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got separate ones because I don't like to put the autographed ones in the player because I'm not sure what happens. What's yeah, going what's on that? in there? I don't know. Is it spinning oh. around? Which way does it spin? Does it spin like Is it a. Sharpie going to smear? I don't know. It yeah. So, yeah. So I already have those, so I figured I'd go with Rogue Squadron.
1: Yeah. That's that sounds, That's a safe bet. That's a safe bet. Mm-hmm.
0: If you have to ask the question, because well, I'm so fly, Disneyland knowledge not as good as my dad's, Star Wars has got storms, but opinions I have. If you want me to do it good, I just have to cross some of this stuff out. Welcome to Mask a Teenager, that's this segment that you're listening to right now. And who are you? I'm Kennedy Cumulonimbus or something.
2: Yeah, Kim, Kim, we'll just go with Kennedy Cumulus, Cumulus yeah. Okay. Disney Investor Day, do you know what it is?
0: Yeah, I mean, you just told me a few seconds ago, so sort of.
2: What's your opinion of what Disney Investor Day is?
0: It seemed like kind of like what's coming for Disney. I'm
2: going to ask you about a few things. Uh, First, what did you just think of the presentation? You've seen a lot of Zoom presentations. You go to school online some of the time. Uh, I don't know if you probably didn't see Apple's, but what did you think of Disney? This is the the world's largest media and entertainment company. What did you think of their live stream?
0: I think it was pretty nice. It was really simple. Like, they just had a simple, like, cloud background. I really liked the logo that they did, um, for like the whole investor day. It's like the font was very Disney. Like, I feel like nice. Yeah.
2: I like to hear you comment on fonts. <laughs> I have friends that are very into fonts, So that's fun to hear you pick that out. Uh, all right. Let's talk about uh, Bob Chapek. Do you know who Bob Chapek is?
0: Uh, it's sorta. Yeah.
2: What, what did he look like to you? Scott, I'll tell you this. Scott and I were pretty, we were, we were pretty rough on him. Unfortunately, <laughs> in the episode we, 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 uh, we were, we were pretty rough on him. Probably, I don't know if it was unfair or not. I guess that's where ta- we're talking to the teenager. Uh What did you What did you think?
0: He looked pretty businessy. Okay. Um, I feel like Walt. I mean, I feel like Walt Disney was more relaxed. Mm. Um, more into like the entertainment thing. He looked like he was more into like entertainment and just like having fun. Uh, that guy looked more formal. Yeah. Probably because he was wearing like a suit.
2: Yeah. Uh, so we played this game on the episode. Uh, give Bob Chapek some magic. Uh, do you have any ideas what we give? If, if you're in charge of this guy, like he's like, I'm going to go out on stage and talk to every Disney uh, investor and every fan of the Disney company. I want to, I want to represent kind of Walt and the warmth and and excitement and, and energy of this company. Uh, do you think he hit that mark, or do you think we could make some small changes?
0: I liked his voice. I think. It sounded warm like you're saying.
2: I think it did. When listening yeah. back to it, Scott and I were kind of roughing, but it did sound it did sound nice. He sounded nice. nice. So we're not gonna change the voice. What are we gonna change?
0: Probably clothes. Okay, what like, would you do? Um give him like a fun tie.
2: Yes, yes, right. What's gonna be on his tie.
0: Something Disneylandy, like maybe a new up-and-coming thing to get people excited for
2: it. Yeah, do a tie tie-in
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) you like yes
2: nice all right i suggested putting red just red glasses on them, just red framed glasses to just sort of lighten lighten up that that bald area
0: yeah all right
2: okay so next thing i wanted to get your opinion they announced a lot of stuff that you've just now listened to uh and then a few things for pixar and i only showed you one of them and it was a a film that they're going to release so it's a feature film called turning red uh, I think, can we, are we, did you hear it? it's directed by or written or directed by the same person that directed uh, Bao, the yeah, short film about I the really dumpling? Yeah, I
0: really like that short film.
2: Yeah, about the mom and the dumplings and the, and having her kid grow up and all that stuff. I, What'd you think of Turning Red?
0: I really liked it in the end. I was watching the first, like, he was talking about, like, how it's, like, a teenager and stuff, and I wasn't too into it, because, like, they've done that so many times, like, not Disney, but, like, other stories have done, like... The stereotypical, like, teenager that gets nervous about everything. And then they added that, like, Disney twist onto it, I feel like. Which I was just so happy that they did something like that.
2: That she turns into That she panda. turns
0: into a panda. And...
2: I think we have your, uh, your live reaction to that.
3: Oh, and one more little detail. Whenever she gets too
2: excited, which for a 13-year-old is like always, she uncontrollably poofs
3: into a giant...
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is so cool. <laughs> okay, I need to finish it.
2: So give me your... Okay, so give me your Mouseka Teenager excitement level over uh, Turning Red. Right.
0: Out of, like, 10?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Probably 10 out of 10.
2: Nice, yeah. I'm excited for it, too. I'm so excited to watch just, it with you.
0: Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah. And it excites me that it's like a movie and not just like a short... What
2: movie. do you think about a Turning Red pillow pet?
0: <laughs> that would be interesting, because... I don't know how well a human pillow pet would like look.
2: No, with the panda. Okay. Uh, then the panda be, form.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then that'd be You're down with that? That'd be cute. Yeah. Okay.
2: Why are teenagers into pillow pets that smell like stuff?
0: I don't think it's teenagers. I think it's mostly a, a, like adults.
2: Oh, really? It's older? Because you have one.
0: Yeah, I have one. I think it's, from what I've seen on Instagram, it's mostly like 20 year olds.
2: Oh, wow. That are into smelly pe- uh, pillows.
0: Yeah. Smelly pillows. I mean, they smell good. <laughs> All the rage. Yeah.
2: All right. Right on. All right. Should we wrap our way out?
0: Freestyle, yeah, freestyle. Okay. The episode,
2: this segment's over, and you were never in danger because you just got schooled from the
0: in the car. No, the (laughs) masked teenager. Oh, oh, come on! That was gonna be so perfect. Uh,
2: no, it's over now.
1: Uh, that has been a lot of announcements, and this has been Bob's and Bantha's. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hey, we are so glad you joined us on this. uh, This. Epic, epic journey. Keep yeah, it'll of
2: keep you corporate busy. Corporate announcements. Get some eggnog. Get some we, turkey.
1: We would like to know Settle what in. you uh, are most excited about. So you can hit us up. You can email us podcast at bobsleasandpanthers dot com mm-hmm. or visit us on our Instagram. We're at Banthas. Oh yeah, we We are. would love to know what you think about it. Hey, uh, we release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iHeart. You know, wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, we would love to hear from you. We would love it if you left us a five star review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps us know what you like about the show and it helps other people find out about it. So get on over there. Leave us a Christmas present. Five star yeah. review right on. at Apple Podcasts. I think I've already said a lot of the things. Yay. You can email us. You can uh, support us patreon.com forward slash bobsleds and panthers. You can wear us over at T public. T public. And uh, you can follow us and uh, have fun with the other Bantha over on Instagram. Yeah, definitely follow us on
2: Instagram. A very Merry Christmas from oh, the yes. Absolute Humidity compound.
1: And from the Storm family, we hope you guys have a just can joyous...
2: N- not believe you didn't stay from the Storm front.
1: Mm. I've been podcasting for like <laughs> 20 hours now. I know. Your hair looks gone, like it to Gone through 10,000 announcements. Yes, that's true. Probably a tenth of which maybe we'll see sometime. At any rate, we. I hope, Yeah. on behalf of me and the Storm Clan, that you guys have a fantastic Christmas. We will talk to you next week? Question mark. Yeah. No, we're taking a week off. The week after. We'll talk Spend to you in two time. weeks. Spend, Spend time, time with, with your, your family.
2: Everybody. Not too close, but close enough.
1: Yeah, and share Bob's and Banthas with them. Yeah. The greatest gift that you can
3: give someone. Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every day. This Saturday night. Now there are more new rides for more fun. In electro synthetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound... More fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done.